You are now tuned into the dip, the Dads in Progress podcast, a safe space for the modern day father, hindsight for the new fathers, and a peek behind the curtain for women looking to get closer with their husband, boyfriend, baby father, whatever man you might have in your life. Like, subscribe, share, but most of all, listen. It's episode nine of your favorite podcast. Your favorite podcast is favorite podcast. The dip. The dip. Dads in Progress, you know. And uh, this week, this week, ba 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 ba. So, uh, how, how many happy birthday you buying? I'm buying one for my friends. They talking about it. I'm down. I probably will buy everybody one, but I'm pretty sure I'm not fucking obligated. So, get get a backstory first before you. As I'm sure everybody. You know, pretty much knows there's been a viral clip that's been going around uh, uh, of of a uh, uh, baby mother, quote unquote, exposing her ex, um, but baby father to uh, one, one kid. Yeah, buying McDonald's for his one kid when she had three others um, in the house. Apparently, she didn't get a food stamp. She said, and um, she also got on. Um, Recorded a video after the fact that she was getting grounded up, saying something along the lines of they had just broken up, um, and he used to buy everybody Happy Meals when they was together. So I guess it was expected of him to keep so keep thing. that same energy. I guess that's the thing. We together, so your kids is, is is not my kids, but if I'm fucking with you, you know I want to see you happy. So that in turn, I want to see your kids happy. So yeah, I'm gonna do for your kids. Why? If I'm not with you no, no more, that's not my obligation. My obligation is my child. Right. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I saw somebody say this this week. It was like, um, we too many times we, we define who we are by the criteria of what a woman thinks. Mm-hmm. So, like, when she say, like, oh, you thorough, or you this, you that, that, like, validates it for you instead of you being able to stand on, like, what you feel. Like, he felt like it was only purposeful for him to buy one a happy meal for his kid mm. because we're not a village no more now you know my village consists of me and my yeah, kid. kid that's it we not a whole no more so I people with a lot of opinions about it like that and I'm like no he did what he thought it was best for him and his kid my, my thing is this how how is the the dad that actually got his kid something to eat getting all this energy. That's what I'm saying. What about the other three dads? Why are you talking about the other three dads? Why are you not calling them niggas? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That too is like, you want to give me a hard time because I'm around or you, you, you want some sympathy because uh, the lack of something, but there's no accountability in it. Like, mm-hmm. you should be a little mad with yourself that, that like, only you got, whatever it was, three baby fathers, whatever it is, only one of them came through to bring the kids something. Like, right. at some point, you got to do some self-reflection and being like, right. damn, like, I expected him to do that. He didn't, but whatever like that. But damn, I fucked up along these lines. Like, not nobody else. It's not his fault that he only brought one man meal. It's your fault that you date men that won't bring up food for their kids. kids. Right. Exactly. I seen the chick post that burnt the fuck out of me. Like, he ain't no real nigga. A real nigga would have brought all that's, kids. That's, that's, that's how they see that. It's that. They throw that around the validate yeah. point, and it's just, nah. You can't find validation mm-hmm. in who you are as a man through a woman. Yeah. Because they'll tell you that you're thorough. 
and you're only thorough, you only a real nigga, quote unquote, and if you do, you do for what they think is right. Right. The, like that's what I'm saying. Like and then the, the thing I think that gets me the most about stuff like that mm-hmm. is that he probably went there a million times and brought food for our other kids and probably never made our Instagram. Like, damn, look at my baby father helped me with my other kids and all that. He a real one, he thorough. He a real nigga. Never get that. But the moment he decided to do something opposed what she expected or wanted him to do, mm-hmm. oh no, I gotta drag him through mm-hmm. the mud. I think too many times in, in this day and age now we get well, I wouldn't say we but the social media age of, of everybody, they, they get too wrapped up in what's what's fair and what's um as opposed to like what's what's nice. Mm. Yeah. It, it'd be nice of me to buy all the kids, you know, happy meals or yeah. McDonald's. Or is it ob- is it it's not my obligation to you know? Now, me personally, yeah, I would do it. Yeah. Me too. Am I gonna do it every time though? No. 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 That's the one that shit gonna bring out like, yeah. like happy meals ain't cheap no more. Like, it's gonna become and then on top of that, like if you give a woman an inch, she gonna take a mile. For that's sure. all women. Right. I think that's it's just na- it's, it's natural. Yeah, it's in them. Yeah, it's in them. That, yeah, if you if you gonna offer them the big bag, then why would they settle for the small bag? Mm-hmm. That's just how they are. Yeah. So it's gonna come a point where she gonna have another man and she gonna move in with her life. But if you still bring them four happy meals through, she not gonna tell you not to do it. Right. You right. know what I mean? So at some point you gotta you gotta draw the line in the sand for yourself. Right. That man found this line in the scene. He said, that's, that, that's it for me. My man pulled up in, in a Pontiac. I'm pretty sure you don't got... Then the bitch threw that shit on the ground. So you deprived your... I all like, bitch. She threw the shit on the ground. She took it from me and threw the shit on the ground. That's, was that, that's in part two or something? It was like the last part. It was like the end. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I didn't even watch the whole video. It disgusts me. Yeah. Like, I, it's hard to make it through videos like that. Yeah. It, it just, it's just a reflection of how hard men have it. Like, you know Facts. what I mean? Like, and then it's a guy that's going, like, maybe if he had it, or maybe he did have it, he just draw the line in the sand, but maybe he had it, she could have convinced him, like, yo, you got to do this, because you will, and you thorough, like, and I think that's the problem with men, like, we we define ourselves by what the women around us think about us, nah, mm-hmm. or what people in general think, think about, about us, like, yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and I, I made this, uh, let me finish my phone, mm-hmm. I made this comparison, like, are you, like, if somebody tell you your breath stink, are you mad that they took your breath stink? Are you mad that your breath actually stink? <laughs> and if you mad because your breath actually stink, that's a problem you have to take up with yourself. In that situation, she mad because she doesn't have food for them other kids. Mm-hmm. That's not his part. That's hers. You have to take it. Yeah, you got to take accountability. But God forbid somebody say, yo, let's, let's take accountability and say, like, yo, you know what? Damn, I got to do better than that. You know right. what I mean? So right. it just, it's just... It's a tough thing. And it's a manipulation game when you say, yo, you're not real because you ain't bring the rest of the kids. Yeah, that's, 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 see, that's, the, that's the crazy part about men. We have to worry about taking our own accountability and taking on the burdens of other people. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like... As providers, it, it forces us, like like you said, like when you deal with a woman or whatever like that, when she had her baggage come along, is part of your problem too. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, if you can't accept her, her carry-on... And what she got with her, then you shouldn't be bothered, cause it's like you, it's just gonna be a a, um, a thorn in your side where you like, yo, I want to deal. And some men do that. I deal with the woman, but I don't deal with the kids at all. And right. it's like, yeah. how long that's gonna last? Like, you know what I mean? I know one of the videos that she made. She tried to throw him in there that he still be trying to get some cheese. <laughs> you still try? Oh, to she said they, they. I did see that. She yeah. said we, we mess around from time to time. Alright, well, alright. <laughs> and all that thing, I'm gonna bring that food, bro. Uh, uh, 
If that's what she want me, that's what she expect me to do. If I'm not fucking no more, I'm not bringing the extra food around. Yeah, that's what she said. But then that make you shallow. Who initiates it though? It doesn't matter. I still be asking for the cheats. She be giving it up. Like I, I mean, that's not his fault. No, when you bust down though, you come through the next day, you got to bring food for everybody. Yeah, the next day, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But she ain't say he just stayed, stayed the night. And if you want to just bring food for your kid, you got to cut off all the ties, bro. What if he fucked up? Like, what if he, like, he might have lost a job or something. He might be hit right there. If I'm fucked up, I would, I would, I would, I would not I would have happy meal. I would have dropped. I would have got my kid. I would have got four burgers or something like that. I would have mm-hmm. got my kid, took him, and we out. We're going to go get some food. I would have bought a 20 piece bucket. Where the chicken was that damn They got the boxes. Sure. Sure. don't want to hear you fucked up. Let's be, let's be real with that. Yeah, you could have came and like tried to scoop your young boy. What you taking him out for? What you, yeah, she going to deep dive and cut that apart to realize, like, yo, oh, you took him with you to eat because you ain't had no money. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I would have brought you fuck spaghetti, right? I don't know, man. I just don't like the whole, like, he ain't a real nigga. Because I feel like that would make him a real nigga because he's doing for his kid. Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here that don't do for the kids at all. Yeah. I either. I don't know the situation with the three other kid fathers or whatever. Right. But clearly, they ain't doing enough. If you had to go on Instagram and do all this, and again, Motherfuckers do shit to be viral because she already had the shit lined up when he pulled up. Like <laughs> she knew he was right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He knew it was happening. Yeah, so the point he, he about to hit the bricks. That, <laughs> shit, that shit could have been for viral sake, to go viral sake. It could have been, but it's not yeah. like the, the, the situation like, doesn't happen. Yeah, like, sure. You know what I mean? So, but like you said, with with it all being all, like you can't. At certain point, you gotta take accountability, like mm-hmm. and say, like, yo, you fucked up with the men you chose. And it's not your, it's not his obligation. Now, if he want to do it or he was doing it, I can understand why you probably feel some type of way. But that don't mean he's obligated to always do it. Yeah. And but stop that, bringing him, stop giving him the cheeks and he ain't bringing him the breaks of him happy. Man. But at that point, you, you, have to, you have to differentiate. Like, are you upset because y'all broke up? And that you don't have too. somebody that's going to be doing the things that you wanted them, you know, that they were doing before, or is, or is it comes, really because the of the, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, that comes with the turn of the breakups. Like, mm-hmm. shit ain't what it used to be. Like, a lot of shit changed. He could have got two little Caesar's pieces. <laughs> he should have opted for the Caesar's. He should have got the little Caesar's. That's a happy meal right there. She didn't complain. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what they want. Yeah, they're going to go yeah, bro. He got this. I mean, he said all of them, but that was called good. You know, I appreciate that he did feed them, but <laughs> they don't eat that. Like, imagine <laughs> that. Oh, they don't eat little season. No, yeah, they eat air. <laughs> 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 they eat air? Like, you know what I mean? No, no, no. Could have bought a DiGiorno and she would have been yeah. mad and she would have been mad. It was something. It was something. The best part about all that shit was like the meme just said the motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My kid eating the freaking white. I'm taking my kid. I saw one was like, uh, I don't know, he fucked up for just bringing one. His kid McDonald's out of order, Chick fil A. Then I saw another one. And this was recently, like, this probably was like two weeks ago. This was in the June and we in the July and this was like happening. But I saw one today where it was, um, uh, 
the guy pulled up. So supposedly he was the guy that like he pulled up with all, all the big fives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he pulled up all the big fives. They all dropped off something, <laughs> and they all said some like slick shit. Like, damn, you know I want you back. Like, 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 <laughs> and then she, this was the kick of her at the end. She like, damn, nobody brought no food for me. They was like, bitch, you can get out. <laughs> she had already to close the door for the entire night. I believe you, shit. Yeah, exactly. Never that was satisfied. No matter what. And then it was the one where he took the burger and he split it in the oh, yeah. burger. Yeah. And then had a little bit of fries down there. Yeah. That yeah. was a big ass burger. That was yeah. a little yeah. happy no burger. Yeah. That was a little down there. Yeah. 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 shit. For sure, for sure. Big ass young boy, whatever he is. Yeah, but let's, let's, let's touch on something uh, a little more more serious. We, serious we, we kind of, you know, harped on it a little bit, but we, we was talking about we don't know his situation. He could have been fucked up, could have been something in his job. Right. Right. Um, so the topic for this week is um, basically like a work-life balance. Um, not even just work-life balance, but as far as like the pressures of, you know, you might have had a time in your life where you was unemployed, you wasn't working, or trying to keep your job, the pressures of losing your job. You know, right. All that. So, yeah, I mean that's the that's the I think that's the a man's biggest fear. Like when you start talking about um, you start talking about a man, you talking about a provider. Mm-hmm. If you can't provide, the first thing you say about a man is you talking about the ability to provide for himself, for his children, and stuff like that. You lose your job, you can't provide. That's like that's like catastrophic. Like it's like what is your work? Who are you? Like and it's it's sad that we defined as that, but that's the reality of it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? A woman's supposed to be able to make a home. A man's supposed to be able to provide. Mm-hmm. And when you can't provide, like, that's... That's that's like a part of your identity. Yeah, it's a part of your identity. So it's... Oh, man. I, I've been in situations where it was like, you know, I'm working and I'm like, I got to keep the job. I hate the job because yeah. I got to provide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you, you hit that, you don't know where you're going, like, what's your next move and stuff like that. And it's okay to have that feeling of, like, indecisiveness about... What you gonna do? But you know that you gotta bring that food on the table. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I can't make like my next move gotta be my best move because what trickles down after me because I don't lose by myself no more. Right. Like once you become a father and you become a husband or a boyfriend, whatever the case may be, you don't lose on your own no more. Right. So any loss you take, it's impacted behind you. So that shit trickles down. Listen, I, I'm gonna speak my testament. Um, I went through that. I was unemployed for two years. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been unemployed for two years. 2008 to 2010. And the worst part about it, 2008, when I lost the job, working construction or whatever, I guess, right? mm-hmm. I think we was in a, a minor recession at the time, too. But um, when I lost the job, my baby mom was pregnant with my last, my youngest child. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was a scary thing, man. It was rough. Right. Um, <laughs> that's my shit. That's my shit. We gotta get you a shirt. We gotta go say it was rough and shit. No, but like my mindset was like all over. Like what I'm gonna do? Like I'm, I'm trying. Like I ain't one of the niggas that's gonna sit home and not mm-hmm. look for jobs. Like I'm looking for jobs. This and the shit. But the shit you figured at the time it wasn't an Uber, it wasn't a Lyft. Like, it wasn't Uber. Like, it wasn't Uber. Like, yeah. Taxi. Like was, they was cornering the market. They had that yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was at. I went to fucking. <laughs> Home Depot to be a fucking the cart guy, yeah, and they denied me for that. Like, <laughs> it was like bad. I ain't gonna lie, it wasn't hard to find jobs. It was bad. It was no, bad. I, I applied yeah. for I applied for Walmart to do like stock, and they told yeah. me 
and I, this is God bless my, my grandma's soul. My grandma had the, the way in, like she go to the store and talk to anybody. This is a little sidetrack, but she go to the store, she talked to the lady, the lady, lady know her from like high school or something like that. She mm-hmm. like, yeah, just tell you your grandson fill out the job or whatever like that and he got it for you it's nothing mm-hmm. long as he can fill out the job and all that I take the fucking test and fail the fucking you know the, the yeah. 52 questions yeah. <laughs> so I went in the store with some shit like yo why you ain't call me yet like that I'm like nigga you fill the test <laughs> That was a little for me, but go ahead, bro. Yeah, I mean, it put a strain, it put a strain on a lot because you you forget two years. So she working, so she thinking, she come home, she see me on the couch, I'm playing the game, but she thinking I wasn't out looking for yeah, something. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying at all. So it was like, you know, it put a strain on the relationship, it put a strain on everything. That's crazy though, cause yeah. you gotta uh you gotta make it look like you, like, you could have been out all fucking day. Yeah, but when she get home, you still gotta be busy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, because what she don't see visually, yeah. it doesn't exist. The thing is, right at that time, it was all like, I think, I don't want to say it was the beginning of it, but right at that time, it was like a lot of online applications. Mm-hmm. So it was like, what the fuck did That was it too, so it was like. That's when you transitioned, it wasn't. Yeah, he was moving out of the era of like the well, 90s so and the 2000s when you could yeah, go to the store and like, yo, I need a job. Right. I hired you on the spot. Right. Well, I was thinking you were on the Twitter, you know, they give you the career link shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. So I'm on the career. I'm really looking for the, it just wasn't working. So yeah, that career link shit. That shit's bullshit. Yeah. But I mean, I was good on the, like, I had the construction job I did make a good amount of money, so unemployment was good, but that shit right now, that's only a two year job. Right, right, right. So two years, I'm right. like, I'm fucked up now. Yeah. Like, what the fuck I'm supposed to do? But fuck you, mean this over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit, that shit happened too. But right. luckily, in 2010, I got the post office joined, and That's a good job. it was, it was the get back. Like I had to do yeah. all the shit that that I fell off on. I had to get back in. But it was hard, man. That shit ain't easy, man. There's a lot of pressure on us, man. Like you said, yeah, yeah, to be providers, and when you can't provide no more. Like that fuck with us mentally, like yeah. talk about the mental health and all that shit. Like that fuck with us mm-hmm. mentally and physically. Like that shit was just bad on I me. Mean, like, I was at yeah. home, I probably gained like a good twenty more pounds and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's from being depressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was me. Uh, I want to say twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. My son was born. I just got back to work. I was sick or whatever like that. Was home. Left. I got fired from Target. Got fired and just went downhill. And it's like, as soon as everything rolled downhill, here come the kids. Right. And it's like, I'm not even in a position to take right. care of myself. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? So, I'm home with unemployment, whatever like that. I'm sick. I'm taking all types of medicines or whatever like that. And I get to the point where it's like, yo, you got to do something. Like, the unemployment, cool. But just being home and, like, you not getting up and all that shit is just not equating. And it's like... Your son was wet, so it's like I get up, I start working at uh, Toys R Us and King of Prussia. Mm-hmm. Now I'm riding from fucking Omni to King of Prussia to go to Toys R Us on a bus, mm-hmm. on the fucking Damn. bus, Where's just to like, and I'm still getting my unemployment because unemployment ain't find out that I was working yet, so right. I'm double dipping, right, 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 right. trying to do whatever I can because I'm in a one bedroom right. apartment, mm. and my son will be here. I'm like, no, I'm wrong. My son is here. I got I got my oldest son and we in the one bedroom apartment, but it's cool because the crib right next to the bed is nothing. Right. My second son is on his way. It's a year later, so it's like all right, what we got away with in this room, it ain't gonna work. Ain't gonna work. Yeah, exactly. So now it's like you working. I finally work at Toys R Us. I get my car. 
my car get took it because I didn't have no insurance or some shit like that. So now I'm using my mom car to go to work. I quit towards the rest and start working at Ikea and Lowe's. I'm working both jobs mm-hmm. because I got to hustle up the money to catch up in the rent where we staying at exactly. and got to move to a new place because the one bedroom don't fit four people no more. Right. So at this time, you putting in job applications and stuff like that and then you look up and it's like, Ain't nothing called. You wait. You waiting for a call back. So you look like you're not doing nothing when you just waiting for a call back. Mm-hmm. And your anxiety is building, and it's like, damn, like you, 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 you hoping that you find something long term. Because I'm working at two jobs now. No, I'm lying to you. I'm not even working at two jobs yet. I was just working at Toyota Rest, but I'm looking for a better job mm-hmm. because that was bullshit. Then my second son, he comes. So I have two kids now. And I just moved. So I just moved into a house. I managed to save up money. I paid up the back rent. And I moved into the house. So from 2012 to 20, 2012 to 2014, I spent, until we started our job, I spent two years working two jobs just to catch up. Yeah. While my BM was home, just to catch up bills and stay afloat, furnish the house. And, just, and it's just the most, like... My being tell me to this day, like, you know, me and my daughter, because I got a one-year-old, has a, a, a strong bond. And I never understood why, like, why I gravitate to her so much. Other than, you know, her being my daughter, but, like, being with a baby. Right. Mm. She said, she tells me, well, when our boys was that age, you wasn't around yeah. because you was constantly working. Yeah. Like, I'm jumping out of, I'm jumping out of the bed to go to this job. From this job, I go to the next job. Then I get back in the bed to go back to that job. Right. Like, I remember doing that. I, I remember putting in my vacation for three days uh, while my, my baby mom was pregnant. And I'm like, damn, I finally got to a point where I had to go to neither one of the jobs. Because I was at a point where I was working one or either one or both jobs every day. Yeah. So I got to a point where I was like, damn, I got three days off. How water broke three months, I mean, three weeks early. And it's just been, it was just hell since then. Even when we started the gig where we was, uh, where we was at or whatever like that. I was I was in the academy and I was still working my second job at Lowe's after the academy because I just got so used to working two jobs and you know the paranoia of not being able to provide because I've been to a point where my back was against the wall. Right. Like even when uh when I moved from my apartment to my house there I was at and I was there for about three years and we rented a house in Harmony, I had to borrow the money to move there. Like, you know what I mean? And that was like, yo, thank you. Yeah. And then I got to pay you the fuck I'll back. back. Yeah. But it's like, it, it, it didn't feel like I didn't get that full uh, accomplishment of like, damn. Like, you know, I hustled everything to get this because I feel like I owe somebody right. still. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just, it's a lot of anxiety that come with it. And even like, when we started the job that was like a career job, I still had anxiety. Like, yo, scared if I'm going to be able to provide. Yeah. Or even like, at one point, I was like, man, I don't even want this fucking job. But I was like, I don't have no choice but to take it. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. I don't think people understand that fear of that, like you said, the anxiety of thinking you you, you don't, you can't provide for your family. Like, yeah. that shit, it, it fucks you up so bad. Like, I was at points where I was like, that's why I started drinking the most. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when I was doing yeah. that, when I had no job and I, I ain't know where the next motherfucking bill was going to come you from. You trying to get that, 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 that inner conscious talking to you and right. telling you, like, and then, like, 
<clears throat> women don't do it on purpose, but they, they can't help it. Like, I remember being home and my baby mom, like, damn, when we gonna move? Or yeah. We gotta pay this and we gotta pay that. Right. And it's all the shit that's already on your mind. Right, but she worried about it too. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember, I remember times being like, where we only had one phone. Like, my phone was on, her phone was off. I would leave my phone at home. And I would just be out all day with no fucking phone. People were like, damn, where your phone at? Oh, I left it in the car. It's a charger and shit like that. But it's like, man, that, that shit give you a way to like, I mean, it gives you some, it builds character and it give you perseverance and let you know you can go through shit. But it's, it's like the worst feeling when you got people to depend on you. And it's like, especially when it's like kids, like, you know. Yeah, and I was about to say, like you, your kid was young, but when I went through it, my daughter was seven. Yeah. Seven, eight, seven, eight, something like eight, one, nine, or whatever. Mm. So she knew, like, she could see it. Right. Even my youngest son, right, he was like four or something like that. Right. Like, I'm, they could see it, like, they could see that it was like. Daddy's they home. Aware, they was aware, like. Daddy's like, home, shit changing. Yeah, like, yeah. home all the time, or yeah. like, we ain't got money to do this that we used to do, and yeah. shit like that. Like, yeah. they see stuff like that, and that shit, it'd be yeah. told on them, too. Yeah, that shit, bro. You trying to you trying to get them to understand shit that they don't understand, right. like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. My shit was kind of like, I don't know, that shit was crazy. So like, in tw- the end of twenty nineteen, as y'all know, I left the um, the job we used to work at. Yeah. So I left that to go. I was gonna go to UPS for a little bit, work there, and then I was gonna do a um a EMT program. Mm-hmm. The EMT program is only supposed to last three months. Yeah, three months. So it started the end of January. So what I did was I worked at UPS for a little bit, but the UPS schedule was a little crazy. So I had to quit UPS. So I wound up just Ubering and lifting in the meantime. Right. And then I was doing my EMT program. I figured I could just kind of like make my own schedule that way too. And I was still kind of making pretty good money. That's the beautiful thing of doing that. Like now you can make your own schedule, work around your whatever you got going on. Right. So I'm doing this EMT program, Ubering and lifting and all that. And I'll never forget it. Um, like I said, the program started the end of January. I was supposed to graduate by mid-April. Mm-hmm. March 14th, the pandemic happened. Mm. That weekend I had clinicals. So that I was like, I'm, I'm about to be finished the program. Right. Because of the pandemic, they stretched the program out another like six months or something like that. Nine months. Damn. And you almost so done. I'm in limbo at this point. Yeah, Jeez. can't so find a job. I can't find a job because I don't have my school. certification. Yeah. The kids is home, right? So there's no daycare, right? My dad lives in Virginia. My mom, she right. not around, right? So like, and then um, her mom was the only one that was like able to watch the kids. She's a cop, right? Around this time, all the the yeah. protests and stuff was happening. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So her schedule was all crazy. So I'm really like just up in the air. Right. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Can't tell left or right. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we wasn't like hard on money enough. Like, cause she got a good job, but it's just a simple fact is like we were saying before, like, yeah, your identity kind of gets stripped yeah. from you at that point. It's the not knowing. Like, yeah. It's the not knowing. But especially around that time, it's like, you got a worldwide pandemic happening. You right. got crazy riots and protests happening. Like, my kids is home every day driving me crazy. Nice. And I, I literally have to be like a teacher, especially like, you know, my son, he has um, like certain like therapies and stuff right. like that that I had to accommodate. Right. Mm-hmm. 
it was just like a lot going on at once. And I don't think people really understand. Well, no, people understand because they had to literally teach their kids for nine months. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a tough stretch. Yeah. But, like, it it really got to a point where, um, like, we had a mutual friend that texted us. Right. The other day, whatever, you know, four in the morning saying that uh, he wanted to kill himself. It was like time I'll wake up at three in the morning and I would just sit up like, yo, like, I don't want to do this shit. Anymore. Like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, obviously, like the, the unselfishness of like, I got my kids here. So like, I can't do nothing about it. Yeah. I think everybody has that thought. Yeah. That, you know, they want to kill themselves or, or whatever. Yeah. I think, you know, you start having to really worry about it when you make a plan. Yeah. When stress when stress started to compile and it's like it wasn't to um I actually started going to therapy that like that's depression and you don't even think it's depression. Right. You think that's a way of life or like a way of doing things, but when you go to sleep and you wake up with the same fucking feeling of hopelessness mm-hmm. as soon as you open your eyes. Yeah. Like, and it, like, it was every it was every morning, three AM. I used to wake up. That shit travel with that you and it's, it's it's really it's it's really baggage. Like that feeling of like something on your shoulders and then you can't do nothing about it and it's just it's just holding. It's holding on you and it got a hold on you and it's tolling on your body, it's taxing on your body where you can't even stay awake long enough. Like you you ex- you you didn't slept ten hours but you still exhausted. So you got up and you slept again because that's the only thing that mm-hmm. that feels right to you and stuff like that. Yep. It's, it's it's a it's a um a, a, a horrible feeling, but like you said, in in the mix of that, like you trying to like navigate that everybody depends on you and stuff like that. Even in that, like I I just to, like compared to like a now situation. Fourth of July was a couple uh, what a couple days ago from now or whatever like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so my kids was like, I'm trying to teach them. A lesson in like needs and luxury, mm-hmm. and it's like they confuse what they consider a luxury is what they think they need because yeah, they yeah. always had it. Right. So it's like they just want, they want, want, and want, and mm-hmm. they don't have no end to they want. And it's like y'all don't know how hard that you know your dad probably had it. Like y'all don't have it that hard. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And then just the reality of let them know, like I, I gotta remind them and bring them back to the world, back to earth. That is like sometimes I have the money to buy the stuff, but I'm not gonna buy it because y'all don't y'all don't need everything that y'all want. Right. They don't build you don't build no character by give you everything you need. Like you know what I mean? Right. So it's like or it's gonna be a day where you might have to go without it. Yeah. And if you, you have a, a personality of dependence on everything that you get that you Everything you see, you you supposed to get. Yeah, what am I teaching you? You know what I mean? Like, see, I think I'm fucked up because I had a girl first. Yeah. So that daddy complex, like, yeah. See, that's what. Yeah, that's that's what's gonna be with me. Like, my daughter gets that. Yeah. My sons is different, even though it's hard to tell them no too. I'm gonna tell you, my daughter is never go away. Yeah. Twenty one right now. Twenty. Twenty right now. Never go away. Yep, I'm fucked up. Whatever, like, whatever. Yeah, whatever my daughter asked for Halloween costumes last week. I ordered them shits <laughs> <laughs> that day. never gonna go away. It's scary. It's scary to like the, the fact that they think like you know, like you don't prepare. Like it's, it's like you feel like you're not preparing them for the world when you think that 
everything is cotton candy and like in clouds and stuff like that. But then a lot of it, not to get you, but a lot of it probably got do with our upbringing, like us not, especially me not being. Yeah, here. yeah, of course, of so course. It's like, all right, they want it, we gotta get it. Of course, and I, I, get, I get the backlash from like my family. It's like, you know, you give them too much, and they're like, what's the such thing as giving them too much? Like, I didn't have everything, and I want them to have more than I had. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. Do you think easy times create um, lazy children? And yes. that's, that's definitely true. Absolutely. But what am I supposed to do? Am I had it hard? I'm supposed to give them the hard way I had it? Right. The, the thing is, is like finding a balance and it's like a scale that constantly tip. But like, like my son's like, for example, we went on a carnival. Now, I, I laid down and set that I was only spending $30 on these fucking carnival tickets. <laughs> After that, they wasn't getting on no more rides. Like, and it's like, it's not that I couldn't. I could have gave them the money to get on more rides. But I need y'all to know that, like, shit is just not endless. Like, you know what I mean? Or that it don't just fall off the tree. Because if you have the mindset that it fall off the tree, when you get older, you're going to expect them to fall off the tree. And it doesn't. Like, I don't want you to get that cruel awakening when you 18 or you, you 19. And I, this is the first time I'm telling you, hey, yo, you know what? You need a job. Or right. like, yo, you know what? Your sneaks do cost a lot of money. Like, shit like that. So it's, it's a balance. And yeah, we got to find that balance between, like you said, the naked balance. We got to find a balance between um, making our kids happy or make, spoiling our kids and our kids having like a sense of peace. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and being able to experience everything. Right. So, I, um, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard, um, thing to navigate. It really is. Liz, I tell them that too. It was like, when we go places, we don't have to spend all, like, we'll go to Dave and Buster's. They expect me to buy the shit. Yeah. Just come out front and like bribe the fucking people to just yeah. buy it off the shelf. Like, like no, like you know what I mean. But you you are supposed to enjoy the fact that you're out here in a place that people don't go. Like I tell my kids every chance I get, I haven't, I didn't go to the beach when I was a kid. Yeah. Like yo, you you you've been to the beach a million times. Like you expect to go to the beach. I haven't been to the beach when I was a kid. Like you you should appreciate that shit. Yeah yeah yeah. You should appreciate the fact that we go. Only why, reason why I was on the beach because we had family in Virginia Beach. If it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> and then we went there like once every blue moon. Like, yeah, like the, the lifestyle, man. Yeah. Like we didn't even have a car to get to the fucking beach. Like you know, my aunts had the car. We had to ride with my aunts. Yeah, my mom had a car in the two thousands. Carrying gross, carrying groceries. We never cart. Carrying groceries with my exactly. Exactly. from the Pack Mark on Argonne mm-hmm. to Fifth and Mifflin, bro. <laughs> I think my better. We used to go from Ninth Street and the market. You know, Ninth Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit at to Twenty yeah. Fourth Street. Uh-huh. Where I, where I lived at carrying shit. Carrying shit. Or she had a flimsy ass cart. Cart Jones that they used to get. Oh, the laundromats, laundromat, a thing yeah. like. Like the luxury of like yo, your clothes there at your fucking house. You can wash them when you want to. Like I seen like even my little brothers growing up throwing two pieces of laundry in the fucking laundry. Yeah. Imagine if you had to make a day out of it. You went to school all week and then you spent your Saturday doing laundry. Like air conditioning. Yeah. Air conditioning. Like 
Shit, yeah. None of that. We had fans. Yeah. Cool raps on my head. But, uh, and you want to cool down, take a fucking shower. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even know that. That house we grew up ain't even had, like, a shower head. Like, bro, we had to take baths. Oh, shit. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. Huh? Heat. Yeah. Heat. Yeah, he's yeah, like, I mean, he, like, exactly, exactly. I think, I think our kids, like, I don't know, they just, like, oblivious to shit. Like, maybe because mine's too young, but they think, like, you got to pay for the water to be hot. Yeah, you yeah, got to pay for the shit to be hot. Like, yeah. Yeah, you wasting shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, I digress. But, yeah, like, to get back to, to, to full circle with just like that, like, men got it hard. Men are expected to provide. I don't know. You got some men out there that are like, a chicken me, <laughs> chicken me the man. <laughs> just like, yo, don't do nothing. Just keep the kids. Some shit like that. That happens. I'm about to figure out what I never met a woman that made more money than me either. No? No. I never, like, I never. Well, I've been in a relationship a long time, but I never, like, been with a woman that made more money than me to be like, you know what, like, uh, like they pay more shit than I do. Mm. Like, I felt like I always took the burden of like, yo, I paid most of the stuff. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying. You gotta get on your Kevin Samuels, man. I got you, man. You gotta, you gotta get on your Kevin Samuels. Yeah, it's just been, a, I mean, I've been in, I, I was in something for a long time, so it was like, we grew up together, so it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. so that shit was like, I ain't meet nobody. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if you did, he wasn't going to pursue him. So it's like, yeah, yeah, like that shit didn't. I mean, some things were more than money, but. Thank God I didn't need him. I never was aware of anyone either. That's what I'm saying. So I was always in some shit where it's like, I felt like, I think it's a bigger anxiety, like feeling like, you know what I mean? I, I'm pretty sure it's another, it's another thing where it's like, when somebody make more money than you, and it's like, you know, you got to feel like. How you still keep your, you know what I mean? Like your sense of like being a man in there. I hear people talk about that shit too. Yeah, 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 but yeah. just me, like always being able to make the money. So I know when I took a loss, like we took a loss, like yeah, everybody right. took a loss. So it was a different type of feeling, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean I've been blessed with where's the one when, when I was down. I had situations that was yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or didn't mind. Like I didn't get the nigga. I gotta carry you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, Two years, ago, two years ago, I broke, I broke my foot and I was out of work for almost a year. Yeah. And like, I'm not sure he rocked out for me then. And I can't complain at all. Yeah. It wasn't ideal and it was not something you ever get used to, but like, really rocked out for me. And it was like, and she told me, don't go there. And I still went. Yeah. That's the biggest, that's what I did here. It was like, yo, I told you, don't go there. You went <laughs> any fucking way. And it's like, now I got to deal with it, but. You know, it's Tuesday night games. Man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah. Well, this is what, episode nine. Episode yeah, episode nine. Yep, yep, yep. We'll call it happy yeah. meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank y'all for tuning in. You know, episode it's nine. You know, good. like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. Keep commenting, keep. Yeah. We gotta keep sharing. Yeah, let us know what you did. Appreciate it. Appreciate all the love. Uh, the dip. Yeah, yeah.